Becoming an actor in New York City involves a combination of education, training, and networking, and perseverance. Of course, there is risk involved. Anything worth doing has risks. You can, however, increase your chances for success if you approach your planning in a straightforward way. I will assume you have a place to live, some form of income, and some acting training. Having these in place, we can now address the next phase of your New York adventure. Stay tuned for this very special episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. How are you? Hope you're having a good day. Listen, I thought that this would be an excellent podcast to talk about. Um, I know it's kind of the snow is still flying, um, proverbially and maybe literally a little bit, but also I know that there are a lot of students out there who might be interested in coming to New York. And that New York adventure is something to be really um, aware of the process, aware of how to do it in a systematic way. And so we're going to be addressing that on this podcast. But first, of course, this is that moment of the podcast where I just simply get to say thank you for tuning in. I invite you to take a look at the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. That's castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. And there you're going to find information about the podcast. You're going to find previous episodes if you're interested in kind of looking back a little bit at all of the content. I provide. Also, there's a place that you can fill a form out. Uh, gives me your name and your email address. It's called Dive Into the Talent Pool. And if you do that, that's going to open up some freebies for you. One is a book on doing voiceover work. The other is a video called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. But I'm going to tell you in this video. So I think that's it. Listen, if you want to send me an email or a question, you can do it through the website, castingactorscast.com. Or listen, you can also just send me an email, castingactorscast, all one word, at gmail.com. And I want you to listen at the end of this episode for a very cool, special announcement. I can't wait for you to... Uh, uh, join me in this very special announcement, but that's my tease. So we're just going to leave it there. So let's jump into the, oh, I forgot, um, my good friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. Check out their online training and classes, seminars, webinars, all that cool stuff um, at actorsconnection.com. Hello to my good friends, Colleen and Tony. So listen, here are 11 steps that you can take to pursue an acting career in New York City. Of course, these might not be in any particular order, but they're definitely something that should be on your list. Your prioritizing the information is going to be your call because some things might seem a little more important or urgent to you than some other things. So all of these things need to be considered. By the way, this is going to be a downloadable. Uh, it's a PDF corresponding to this particular episode. Um, so, you know, Becoming an Actor in New York is the name of the episode. And we're at episode 290, uh, 298, I think. Isn't that crazy? 298 episodes. All right. So let's jump in. Number one, 
acting classes in training. It's very valuable for an actor to enroll in acting classes or to really look into attending a reputable acting school to develop your skills. Now, you probably know this already, but New York City has really many renowned acting schools and many acting training studios. Um, you're going to feel that maybe specific classes in your area of interest is really the best way to begin. Like specific classes from casting directors in how to audition for film and TV. That might make sense for you. Uh, perhaps a theater monologue class is a good place to start. Do your research, get referrals from friends who have taken the course, and you will find all kinds of really great places. Um, I'm a little remiss in recommending specific places because that's kind of research that you need to do. Also know that if you do the proper research, you're not going to go wrong, especially if it's a class that has your area of interest. But I can't stress enough the importance of getting referrals, getting feedback from students currently taking the class. Perhaps you can audit the class even by sitting in. But I can also give you this kind of rule of thumb. If it's been around for a considerable period of time, there's a really good chance that you're not going to go wrong. Each studio, each training, um, each course in any of these institutions, in any of these studios, they really are personality driven. And so if you have an affinity for the teacher, that's a really good indicator that that might be a really good class for you. Also, consider starting small. It's just maybe just start a scene study class, for example. Um, starting small means that you can really get an understanding of the lay of the land. You can get into the vocabulary of the teacher and you can see if it's a good fit. So you're not spending a ton of money up front. Take your time. Do your homework first. And I think you're going to be in excellent, excellent shape. So number two, number two, we want you to build your resume. Now that might be a little hard if you're already considering moving to New York, but if you have some previous experience by participating in community theater, if you've done some student films, for example, or some independent projects before New York, that's a real great thing. That's a cool plan. So that then, upon your arrival, you want to build that portfolio, and that would include, of course, your headshots and your resume and a reel, if, if you have enough material to have a reel. It's really important to showcase your work. Now, listen, if you don't have a reel, that's really okay. It's something that will become more, well, it'll become more important as you start working. So don't stress out about that right away. But building the resume means that you've done some roles, you've had some experience, and now that goes on a professional-looking resume. Of course, I've got a ton of episodes really early on about resumes and pictures and things like that. So, hey, and the podcast is for free, so you know, might want to check that out. But there is some something to be said, I think, about feeling more prepared now that you are planning on coming to New York than coming to New York and having the expectation that the work is just going to come. It only comes if you can demonstrate that you've had some training and some experience. Moving on from there, of course, you've heard this a hundred times from me, but get professional headshots. I consider headshots a an investment in your profession, in your craft, in your career. 
they need to accurately represent your look and your personality in the headshot. See, headshots are really just a crucial part of the actor's toolkit. Make sure that headshots look good in its thumbnail version, for example, when you go on Actors Access or you go on Backstage. When you look at headshots in any of those social media places, you can really see clean, well-done professional headshots in the thumbnail. That's what should be considered. Does it look good and capture you as you look now and your energy and your personality? But also, does it look good as a thumbnail? A lot of actors don't spend time thinking about that. And that, for my point of view, is critically important. Because when we get submissions at McCorkle Casting, for example, we only have the thumbnail to use. And depending upon the size of our monitor, <laughs> it might not be the best headshot in its thumbnail version. So that's something to consider. Number four, listen. It, and I know money is probably tight. It's tight for everybody right now, and it'll probably be tight for all of us for a while. I mean, that's just the nature of, of the business. That's the nature of the economy and the place we are right now. But you know what? You can join acting organizations. There are a lot of different organizations that, hello, are free. So consider joining some of those organizations. Like, for example, the unions. What a wonderful organization, such as the Screen Actors Guild, SAG-AFTRA, or Actors' Equity Association. When you're eligible, if you are a member of those unions, those unions have all kinds of network outreach opportunities, classes and seminars. I know I've been a... Uh, I've been a person who's talked at many of these events. And so when you are eligible for those unions, that provides some really great free stuff that you can get into. But you know what? There are also all kinds of Facebook groups. There's just all kinds of organizations. There are many churches, for example, like Marble Collegiate Church in New York, that have actually a group of actors that go to the church and they meet and do performances on a regular basis. See, being a part of these organizations can really provide access to industry events, for example, or resources that you might not otherwise have. And uh, honestly, there's some opportunities out there to perform. I can't think of a better way to do it. Again, Here's the sacrifice. Everything has a cost factor, right? And it's going to cost you some time to do the research. But you know what? I think that's time well spent. And I think you can see the value of it because networking and feeling like part of a community becomes a really valuable asset for you and your career. Uh, number five, create an online presence. Establish an online presence where an online presence presence through social media platforms and and create a professional actors website that's absolutely critically important there are still ways in which you can do it extremely inexpensively or if you wanted to shell out a little bit to have a professional looking website this is such a great way for casting directors and agents to find you and learn more about you and your work do a little research. Um, literally Google actor websites and get some examples, get some ideas. Take your time. Do it well. Don't worry about being too flashy. Don't worry about being too, 
you know, with it as far as the graphics and all that new stuff that's coming in is concerned. Just a really nice, well-constructed, laid out easily ability for me to be able to find you and learn more about you. Be careful of doing a fan site as opposed to a professional actor's site. Uh, that's a good tip right there, I think. Number six, it's time to start really looking and attending and being focused on auditions. Attending auditions. It's simply a matter of keeping an eye on casting calls and act auditions for roles that are available, whether they're open calls, whether they're EPAs, whether they're um, listings in Backstage, for example, for student films, you can really be actively engaged in any of these opportunities that are out there. Like I said, Backstage.com, Actors Access. If you make it a regular habit to check out those websites, in other words, that just becomes part of the structure of your day. You're going to find it leading to opportunities. You're going to find it leading to really some very potential, uh, a potential for really um, uh, great work. I mean, there's, it's just amazing how much there is out there. Also, along those same lines, it's really useful to attend open calls. Uh, submit yourself for projects. You can do that electronically sometimes. You can do that by snail mail. You can include a picture and a resume. Not too many people do snail mail anymore, but be aware that there are some stories out there of actors who've sent pictures and resumes via snail mail, and that actually got more attention because the physical act of opening that envelope and looking at your picture might just trigger some positive thoughts your way rather than clicking and opening an email and then opening up your JPEG headshot. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure if that's 100% accurate, but I'm just kind of putting it out there. So don't give up on snail mail when the occasion calls for it, and maybe it'll garner, ooh, good word, some additional attention. When you take, and we, I'm going back a little earlier talking about taking classes, but when you take classes with casting directors in classes or workshops, that really does help you get your foot in the door. It can circumvent the 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 pressure that you might be feeling in terms of getting an agent, getting somebody to represent you. A class with a casting director, by the way, that's currently casting, <laughs> that really can be quite helpful. You're getting correct information. You're getting somebody who has a vested interest in providing you that information. And I know that there are casting directors who really enjoy the opportunity to meet new talent. And I can't think of a better way to meet new talent, work with new talent than in a classroom setting. So again, getting your foot in the door, think about uh, taking some classes with casting directors. All right, moving on from there, number seven. Um, I hate, you know, you hate this word. I hate this word. I know. But guess what? It's kind of like an efficient word in a way. Attend industry workshops, uh, events, uh, network opportunities to meet other actors are out there meeting casting directors, meeting agents and producers. It's a matter of keeping your eyes and ears open when there's an opportunity to go to a free seminar, a free class. See, networking is absolutely crucial for building connections and getting noticed in the industry. 
All right, number eight. This You knew this was coming, right? Seek representation. I think on the list of to-dos, without stressing out, should be finding an agent or a manager, somebody who's going to represent you in your area of interest. And once you have a little bit of experience and a strong portfolio, a professional picture, consider seeking representation from a talent agent. There are many, many agents out there. Many of the agencies are very, very specific in terms of the talent that they have on their roster, so to speak. And so you want to make sure you do your research in that area as well. Agents can help you find auditions. And of course, they're there to negotiate contracts should you get a booking. Especially for film and television, having representation is like a big deal. Why? Because casting directors don't spend a lot of time doing outreach beyond their own circle of networks that they already have established with agents. Our office goes to agencies first, and I know that might be upsetting to some. We do bring in actors that don't have representation. Of course we do. Of course we do. However, having representation really does advance that career trajectory. Stay updated on industry trends. Stay updated on events and opportunities. Subscribe to industry publications. Follow casting websites. Stay informed about the entertainment scene in New York City, and you will be much more comfortable and much more confident as your career moves forward. Number 10, be persistent. You see, acting careers often involve periods of rejection and uncertainty. I did a recent episode about rejection. Be persistent. Stay committed to your craft and continue auditioning as much as you can. Success in the acting industry often comes with resilience and perseverance. There's no secret formula. I'm sorry to say, good old-fashioned hard work and continuing to feel confident about your talent and confident about your ability to show that talent is equally important. So, Keeping, uh, and this is hard. Gosh, I know this firsthand. And I work with a lot of actors who are brilliant, but just struggle so often in terms of how to network, how to do some of the, the things that I'm suggesting. But keeping an open eye and ear, you're going to see these opportunities will reveal themselves over time. And finally, number 11, explore additional skills. Consider developing additional skills and talents that can enhance your marketability. Here's an example. If you sing, then by golly, you know, might be a good idea to keep up with your singing. Dancing, same thing. Taking a dance class, proficiency with accents, for example, or languages, all of those can contribute greatly to being considered for those roles when they become available. So remember that the path to becoming an actor can vary for everyone. And success may take time. And it may take, I don't know, patience. Be patient. Stay dedicated to your craft. And keep refining your skills and professional profile. Keeping a positive mindset, although I know it's not always easy, is a great perspective when starting out. My other suggestion to you is remember why you want to be an actor. 
and remind yourself that this is an amazing profession, which can be rewarding on so many levels. Someone once said that the best advice is the one that you use. It is relatively easy to come up with a list of to-dos. It's quite another to really commit to your decision. See, being a creative person and with a little effort and with a little discipline and an honest approach to problem solving, you will be well on your way to growing your talent, business, and acting career in New York. Let me know if this has been helpful to you. It's been a pleasure to serve it with you. By the way, my big announcement is I am putting together, and this is kind of exciting because this is really, really new for me, but I'm putting together a course called The Art of Auditioning. The Art of Auditioning. And I'm going to be putting this course online. It's through a company called Creative Partners. And uh, I'm going to give you more information in the next podcast, but I've just started putting this course together. And honest to goodness, it's turning out to be something quite amazing. And I'm really excited for you to kind of maybe consider it. And I'm going to give you more information in upcoming podcasts. But I just wanted to kind of put the shout out that there are some online courses that are available, but this is my first foray into that world. So I hope that you would be interested in continuing the journey with me and for for that, I am so grateful. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.